Hi guys, I'm Brian Kelly. Hi, I'm Aaron Clark. Hi, I'm Jessica Alliston. Hey fans, I'm Jamin Jolliffe. This is both Tomar. Hi, my name's Kevin Gray. Hi, this is Greg Marju, and you're listening to the Gold Coast Titans fans. Fans, the fans in the freaking stadium. Let's go. Let's go. Alrighty, welcome to round 13 of the uh, Titans Fan Zone podcast. Uh, Brendan's still MIA, so uh, tonight we've got Mitch, Georgia, and Tammy with me. How are we all going, guys? <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. alive. Better good. than last week. I can actually talk this week. <laughs> <laughs> and George is back with us. Yeah. Um, so I guess we just get into Friday's game <laughs> against the Bronx, the local derby. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <sighs> Look, I mean, the first 40 minutes. It was, it was amazing. amazing. <laughs> It was amazing. I was off my seat. I was screaming. I was going, what are you doing? And then, oh, my God. Yeah, look, at the uh, at halftime, I didn't think I was going to uh, make it out of uh, Suncorp alive if the boys kept playing the way they did. I um, may have decided to rub a few uh, salt into the wounds of the Broncos by, um, you know, when we had the two sin bins and uh, Fafita scored. I um, yeah. got up and started doing the Broncos try celebration and singing the song. You know, the one where they fist pump and they go, da 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I thought I was going to get rolled and thrown down from level five. But um, <laughs> I mean, the boys oh must have seen me and noticed that I was in trouble. So they decided to throw the game. Yes, well, <laughs> must have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, it was a pretty somber second half in Suncorp for me, at mm-hmm. least. Um, how are you guys all feeling after? <laughs> yeah, the silence. Better I than guess. Friday night. <laughs> Better than um, Friday night. It was interesting. However, I think something clicked because I noticed, like, as soon as Sexton went off, the energy of the boys was off. And I was just mm. like, what happened? We were all concerned about Sexton and we were all just going like, where is this energy? Like we had so much motivation, so much going, like mm. everyone was running. And then we're all laid back when Sexton goes off. Yeah, I mean, Sexton what? and Erin even said to us over the last couple of weeks that the, the pieces of the puzzle were coming together. And I guess and you can certainly you see that. Did see before. that in the first in the first 40. They were attacking well. And when the Broncos did get the ball, like the defense on the team was was pretty damn good. Like they managed mm-hmm. to leak, only leak that one try in, and that's when we had two in the bin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Semi- it was right after Essen one in the bin. That's right. Yeah, we had a, they had all those the um Cobo try. Mm. Yes. Um Speaking of those sin bins, the semi Mac, it was semi Mac that got sent to the bin first. Yeah, Sam yes. Mac was yeah. first, and then yeah. was Essen. So I see why semi Mac, and again, I haven't spoken to him, so I don't know if this was the reasoning, but I can see why he sort of tried to slow the play the ball right down. Sexton was in the back, mm. you know, still down injured. Yeah. And I don't mm. know if you guys could see it on TV, but the trainer had signaled mm. a couple of times mm. for the play to be stopped. Oh, okay. um, like I get the, um, you know, they weren't playing near him, but mm-hmm. we were disadvantaged in that sense when it came to yeah. came to that 
And I feel that if the shoe was on the other foot or it was with another club, mm-hmm. the game would have been stopped. Mm. The ref would have stopped mm-hmm. the game to at least get the injured player off the field and so we could sub someone mm-hmm. in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. So I, agree. I, I don't know if that is the ruling of the game, but I really do think that, you know, if the defending team is down a player because someone's in the background injured, that the game should be stopped to at least get them off the field. So I see, I can understand if that was Sam Mack's thought process. And I don't think it was a dumb decision by him. Um, But as for Masters, Sinbin. Okay. Georgia has a theory. (laughs) I have a theory because... I have been invested in this man's Sinbin since it happened. And I'm like going, what are you doing? What just happened? So I was watching it in the car again. And I'm like, what just happened? Because he's standing on two feet. His hands are nowhere near the player. His hands are either like crossed over or behind his back. I'm looking at it again. And then as soon as he goes to get up, he actually pushes the player down when the player goes to get up. So that is seen as a professional foul because it stopped the game and play. However, it in the heat of the moment and in the play, if you're trying to get up and you have to push something and the only thing there is a player, are you going to take the risk and try and touch the ground? Yeah, or are you I just guess. going to... Yeah, I see where you're coming from because I mean, being that close to the try line, you're not exactly just going to lay there on the ground and let them play the ball. So, I guess that was a bit of a 50 50 call that didn't go for us. Realistically, Um, he shouldn't be charged because he he did not. Did he get charged? I don't think he was charged. He just got. Um, yeah. But I think but, also the sin bin came into effect there because we had, what was it, three set restarts in a row on the try line. Yeah, but I yeah. think that was more the ref just going, right, enough's enough, guys. See you later. Um, so, yeah, that, dumb decision as put by Holbrook, possibly. I mean, the set restarts were pretty shit. The one that was mm-hmm. against Jay Wall for getting involved yeah. in the play and he wasn't back 10, I oh mean. My God. He, he wasn't was even there. That was a bit weird, actually. He was falling back. He was in the line. He was, was back behind the, the He was literally the going that way. Yeah. He was ba- when he wrapped his arms around the player, he was back behind the try line, which would put him back as the 10 because... Well, mm-hmm. they were like two meters out from the try line. Mm-hmm. Um, and before he was sort of, his foot had touched the line. So to me, that's, he went back the 10. He was trying to get away from the tackle. He was already standing there in line with the ref or wherever he was yeah. trying to get away from the play of the tackle. And then the tackle went for him and he went down. That should have nothing to do with him interfering the play because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it definitely was. It was, yeah. Um, so, I mean, there was the two sin bins. And then 
there was that grubber kick. That Marco grubber kick that Tino has put his hand up and taken ownership of. Um, and as Tino said in the press conference, I, he didn't understand the rule. He thought the ball had to bounce over the 10-metre line. Not you could kick it up from being in the air at the 10. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a bit that's a bit weird, I thought. I always thought yeah, it had pr- to be over the 10, but that's I yeah. I knew it had to go 10 meters. But you didn't I, know it had to bounce. Is is the rule if it bounces at the nine meter mark and it's up in the air at the 10, can you grab a hold of it? Yeah. Well, that's what that I mean. Like he he's played footy for how long and how like you traditionally do a short kickoff is up in the air and then mm-hmm. your wingers will jump on the side, but the ball never has to bounce there. So that's why I thought my really bad theory is I don't think Tino did it. I think because he's just the captain, he's just going to take ownership for anything. But I did see him with the ball there. So I, I don't know, maybe it wasn't his idea. I just thought it was, I don't know, a bit weird because he, he leads so well and then all of a sudden to mm-hmm. do that like if it, if he pulls it off you know he's a genius whatever but yeah. um you know he, he's 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 played enough footy throughout his junior life whatever like i i i don't know i just thought it was a bit weird and he yeah yeah look i, I thought it was a bit weird that it. he came up and went yep that was my idea we decided to do it um da 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 and well. i mean <laughs> in the press conference he was also, Tino was also asked, was the play, did he decide to make that play because the <laughs> Titans didn't want to defend, all they want to do is attack? Mm. Because that's where it was. Like we, the Broncos had just scored the, the, the try and the momentum was going in Broncos' favour. Yeah. So I kind of see where Tino was coming from is, Let's try and get the ball back to swing oh, yeah, the momentum. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But do we think maybe that that is something in our culture is we don't like to defend, we'd rather just attack? I think so, especially Holbrook coming from the Super League. So he's a very attack-heavy team. Yeah. And over the past years, like that's what you've seen. Like we've able to we've been able to match it like with the best teams um, yeah. attack-wise. But I think that's like the one thing that. You know, I don't know, because it was hard. The first the first half, our defense was actually so good. And I said, if we keep mm-hmm. this up, but I, everyone, all the commentators were praising Titans and all this stuff. And I was like, every time I've been really cocky and really, you know, happy at halftime, they come back to bite me. And so I was happy, of course, we're leading. But the other half of me was like, man, if I was like, you know, a smart betting man, not going for the Titans or Broncos, like not like that's not my team. I'd probably put money on the Broncos to come back because we, we just haven't shown that we can close out games. And especially yeah. we did that to the Broncos last year as well. So you know, at least the one. Stadium. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was the same story. It was yeah. what, 22 nil at halftime and mm. all the commentators said, well, that's it. Titans have got this in the bag. We're looking at a 50 plus win. And then it all turns out. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, really that, if we can fix our defence, that's what, that's what we definitely know what the problem is. It's defence. We mm-hmm. can attack for sure, you, um, but defence. 
do you think it's defense or as someone pointed out to me are we not match fit enough for an 80 minute game well mm-hmm. i think we we a good first half and good second half so it's kind of i don't know yeah, it's weird we're, to kind we're, of match we're having up. one or the other we're not having a full look how great this game is we you know at at second half like when the boys came out i went right well here's 15 minutes now that we're gonna have the points laid on us and we're gonna be playing Mm. catch-up footy Mm. which i mean the first five minutes was great because the boys defended well we still had two in the bin and then it's like we got the full squad back and everyone was like yeah sweet cool all right we don't have to do much now because yeah, no. I think we just click off. I don't know. I don't think it's fitness because, yeah, we've had good first halves, bad second halves, um, and you know, vice versa. But mm. I think it's just like a, it's it's like a it's like a being a switched on for eighty. I don't think it's a fitness thing. I think it's being switched yeah. on for eighty and just like yeah. full commitment for eighty. I yeah. think the fitness is, is I fine. They, I think they're definitely match fit. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, it's just, it's. And as much as I don't really understand, but it is the mentality of 80 minutes. Mm. Like you, you've got to get it done. It's not, it's like, I know it's a bad example, but when you have to work an eight hour shift, you're not going to give up after eight minutes. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, Do you work in retail? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, but that's fine. We did actually. But, My mom worked in retail for 16 about years. About eight but seconds, I guess what I it is, is that you put, it. you put, you put the, I guess you put the tools in place to get you through your eight hour shift or through 80 minutes of football. Mm. There is tools in place or there's skill in place that allows them to play 80 minutes of football. Now, we, as we know, we've been very 40 here, 40 there. A few weeks ago, we actually paid 60 minutes of football for the first time in like whenever, but it's inconsistent and it's not how you win games. Like yeah. if they'd actually come back in the second half and even put in 75% effort like they did in the first half, we would have won the game. Um, they, they wouldn't have let the Broncos get anywhere near their line. Um, regardless of, I know Georgia mentioned that it's sort of the pedal, they stepped off the pedal because of Toby. But in the long run, what happens when we, like last year when we were playing really, really well, we were down four or five players come origin time. So we had to step up to actually bring players in. So it's not I an mean, excuse. We're only down one origin player this year, uh, well, this week. Yeah. Um, pardon? Like, however, yeah. because there is still two other games. And as per an article from the Titans, Bo is still in, like, still in for that debut. So we don't know if we're going to lose just one player. Or we're going to lose three. Well, because we, we could potentially lose Mo. You know what I mean? I I mean it's good for them to play Origin. It's not good for us. It's not good for the club that they play Origin. I mean, nine times out of ten, they come back better players, having True. better intensity, which is good. Look, I'm I'm happy and stoked that it's only Tino. In yep, yes, in yes. that sense that we still have Bo and Mo and Wall and 
We have a spawn. We have structure. In the squad. Um, yes. As a Blues fan, even better that it's only Tino. Um, <laughs> In your squad. <laughs> the Blues squad alone. We're not discussing that one. Um, she loves yeah. the Blue Squad. What are you doing? I love the Blue Squad. You have no oh. idea. She's a Maroons supporter. Players, other teams lose. And I love the fact that North Queensland has actually lost a large six, chunk of their team. Six of their team Seven. is six out. To be exact. Seven. Hmm? Out for this week's Seven? game at Seabus, which we'll get to shortly. Um, mm. But I do just want to point out. So last week we had the chat to Erin and he said to us that, you know, he knows he needs to start running out of dummy half um, as a way of improving his game. And I mean, there was a few good runs from him out of dummy half on Friday night. Yeah. There definitely was. Catching markers offside. Yeah. Um, So, you know, positive there. Sex and Mm -hmm. speaking game as we've, mentioned like it was pretty damn good um mm-hmm. it was very good i don't think tanner really replaced him mm-hmm. i was like oh tanner's you know former halfback we should be okay here but i think when tanner mm-hmm. took over the kicking duties unfortunately it just i don't know the kicking game fell flat and as much as we want like an experienced older half running the show um you know a few comments have come from that but i think when Saxon left the field we just it showed that we lost our way like you know, big time. And uh, he kind of rushed out there. We didn't score a point, obviously, again, but I feel like uh, it's hard to say. We feel like we I, we were better when he got back on, but I feel like there was some sort of like less leaking points as fast when he came back on. Like yeah. we've got a proper full team again, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Tanner's probably been training more. Well, not probably. He has been training more in in the nine role with Erin. So, I mean, yes, when Tino comes off, I'm pretty sure Erin goes into lock most of the time and Tenna jumps into that number nine. Um, There is that little bit more spark and creativity. And, I mean, I know Tenna's normally a seven in his junior years, but I guess after you know, a couple of years of being in that nine position, you're going to be more focused on what you've got to do there rather than Mm. getting thrown into the seven, I guess. Um, But I mean, you know, it's good to have him on the bench in that sense that if Sexton goes down or even AJ goes down, he Mm. can jump in there and still help out. Um. The, yeah, so, um, I mean, did you guys watch the press conference afterwards from Holbrook yeah. and Tino? Um, it was a very honest honest one from Tino, I feel, this time around. Like, he, he took ownership of majority of the game and said it was his fault mm-hmm. and he feels he needs to lead better and he felt like he left, let not only you know, the boys down on the field, but the members and the fans that made it to Suncorp and everyone watching it from home. Um, And what I found um, with it as well is that Tino had turned around um, 
one of the reporters had thrown the question out there to Holbrook about, are you worried that your job's going to be at risk? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly if they were the words, but it was along that line. Basically, um, yeah. And Tino pretty much jumped in and said, it's nothing to do with the coaching staff. They give us all the tools we need and everything like that. It's down to the players. Yeah. We, do we agree with that one? Or- yeah, I mean, it's accountability, 100%. Like- I think. All the boys should be accountable. All the boys should be accountable for everything. It shouldn't just be Tino. Tino shouldn't take the burden of having a bad game just because he's captain. And now that but we've seen today, same. because AJ is our captain, um, which we'll get into in, in a minute, um, all the boys need to be accountable for having a part in the game. It should yeah, always absolutely. be. It's more about the but coaching when- stuff too, George, too. Like, I know what you're saying, but in the long run, the accountability is that the coaches give them the tools to do the game, play the game. But those tools are not working at present. So the coaching staff also need to be accountable, accountable too because we're not putting the right players in or we're not utilising the players that we have that could potentially bring structure and spine and depth to our squad that is mm-hmm. sitting in the wings. Yeah. Mitch, so there's accountability point? on both sides. You know, Tino played one of the best games ever, but, you know, he's a captain and he took responsibility for the team playing badly. Um, obviously, you know, as uh, George and Sammy both said, that, you know, the whole team needs to take full accountability. I do think the they've given them the tools because we've seen that we've played great in patches. Like, we're like the kings of 40-minute kind of patches. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so we, we have the tools. Like, the tools do work. To some degree. Yeah. So I do think if anything is going to come under fire, I think it's lineup choices by Holbrook at times and defense coach, uh, which also falls underneath Holbrook as well. I think there needs to be some sort of why are we switching off in, in games and working harder on that? Because as I said before, we know attack is fine. We know what the problem is, it's defense. So it's some sort of they're just switching off in games. So I think that we we do have the tools because they do work where you can score a lot of points. It's just the fading away or just not competing, you know, like last week, like a lot, the week before when sharks just ran away with it. So there's just there's just something not, there. They're not um capitalizing on shit like yeah. I like just a re- are, are they, restart like a reset like like snap out mm, of it like let's go back to where we were maybe. Yeah. Maybe do what the Warriors do after, um, I don't know if they still do it. I haven't watched a little game in there a while, but they get in a huddle after every try and just take a couple of deep breaths. Just, I don't know, something. Just refocus, go back to yeah. simples. Like, you know, a lot of footy players say, you know, footy is an easy game. Kick to corners, run hard, chase hard, tackle hard. Yeah. Like, Go back to basics, I, like I, what works. Yeah. Yeah. So, really? yeah, I mean, long, yeah. <laughs> long answer short, yeah, it's got to be. You know, a little bit of both. Yeah. All right. So, obviously, after Friday night, um, Mitch and Tammy, you're obviously on the admin team as well. So, Georgie, you didn't get to see the 50 million mm. pending <laughs> posts that came through. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dear. Holbrook's head. Holbrook's head 
so many people want it. Um, but I guess if we did get rid of Holbrook, is it just history repeating itself with you get rid yes. of the coach, you put an interim in, then you get a new coach, and then they're going to want to you're going to rebuild squad. again. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at Cowboys um, with Todd Payton. Um, I know Todd Payton's only his second year, but Cowboys are going like, like you know, bottom four, bottom four, bottom four. Now they're going really well. Like it's it's just going to click with us. Uh, Junior's going to come through. Combinations going to form. I think this year sucks. It sucks. This year sucks. But absolutely, you know. Everything's everything is coming in there. Like as I keep saying, like a couple of years before, like Panthers, I think 2019 or whatever, they were not too great. And then the next year they went undefeated for most of the year. So I think things can turn around. And I think they will. We just need to And I do, I believe they will too. I think they've I, I... definitely got better systems and structure and things with Holbrook in place. Yeah. Um mm. and like you yeah. say, we've we're almost getting it like 40 minutes. Like we're playing 40 minutes of great football. We just need to put them side by side. And yeah, like you say, game. attack's not the problem. Defense is our problem. If we can put them side by side, it's going to be 80 minutes. That's it. So it's that's 100%. Um, and I don't think we don't need Holbrook's head. Like people need to wake up. Yeah, like I think we need to stop some of the looking best. at it being the glass being half empty. And start yeah. looking at it, it's half full. Yeah, absolutely. If, if so we won all those close games, sorry, Mitch? yeah, if we won all those close games, um, it would be a different story. All those games, I think we've only really lost like big in three matches. Yeah, or maybe four if you count the Broncos. But all those, um, you know, ones at the start of the year, the first seven or eight mm-hmm. rounds, I think the you know the most we lost is eight. So, yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. the, it's it's so close. It's so close. Yeah. 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 Um, definitely. All right, so team list came out today or yesterday, depending yeah. on you're listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> the reaction on fan zone, well, <laughs> talk about a blow up because we, uh, well, not we, we didn't choose the team. Albrook pretty much stuck with the same team. Now, my opinion mm. on that fact is the more we chop and change all the combos and positions, the backwards we go. Yep. Yes, I agree. And I mean, we know Less the pieces, pieces are getting there together. Mm. So why unbuild the jigsaw puzzle just because we've been losing? Because I agree, because it's like it. anything. Um, unfortunately, like it's range true, but practice makes perfect. Like you mentioned, Mitch, with the Panthers were great in 2019, but they fielded almost the same team every week. And then come 2020, you know, blew every team out of the water. Mm-hmm. So yeah. keep it consistent. And you know, mean, all the players, the all the players we have have next year. I hate to say it, we're not. Yep. We're not keeping the same squad for like for a good couple of years to be able to get them to really gel and mm. and that. So I I feel even if we were to chop and change, we're still going to have these ups and downs and people are still going to be calling for heads to be rolled and players to be dropped and mm. everything like that. So, I mean, we just got to stick through, through yep. and through, I guess. Yep. Um, so, yeah, up against Cowboys at home on Thursday night at Seabus. 
Mm. Uh, Indigenous round again, I believe it now, it's like a two weekend thing so that everyone gets to play a home game with their Indigenous jersey as well as the away squad. Um, And Cowboys are missing seven of their stars to origin. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, is the hammer playing? I thought he was in the squad. Why? So I think I think they can re like re-release their anyone that's not named in the one to eighteen, because that's the, the team that's going to okay. be playing on the and day because the 18th man is very camp. crucial now. And then they have yeah. the players that are in camp that have been invited to camp but not necessarily going to play. Bugger. Okay. But they'll but, still be missing yeah. some of their stars. Tamalolo comes back though. Yeah, I don't see anything. Mm. Um, if we're our side, I'm, I'm I'm a bit wondering. I'm wondering about SM Masters though, because we've got Boyd, Jolifey, Lasani, and Masters. So I really there's no second rower on the bench, so I can't see Masters coming on and randomly playing centre. Mm-hmm. And they did discuss Masters at the start of the year as maybe jumping in the second row when we get, you know, low on stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think the second row is, I think, oh, for more has been playing 80. So I think it'd probably only be, you know, maybe Masters in second row, McIntyre pushed to lock and, um, you know, that might be a substitution. But look, I, I'm pretty happy with the team as well. Like you look, go yeah. through it and, you know, on their day, We've got our spine still. We've got, yeah. you know, most of these like players have played five plus games or whatever. So, yeah, his D would be really good. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, as the team list gets trimmed down, I am excited to see if they do um, debut anyone. But I don't think he'll, I think he'll keep one to 17. But, yeah. I'm excited for Booth whenever he gets his debut. Yes. Yeah, so, Georgia, let's quickly race through <laughs> your 3 2 Look at through this. Okay. Uh, three. Number three. The old Bronco himself, David Fafita, because he came back, showed up everybody, and he was called a $1.2 million car crash. Car crash that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that anymore. Car crashed over the line, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, number two. Um, number two was Corey because of the insane try that he did. Because I watched him <laughs> play and he actually pushed, I'm telling you, this five foot five. I don't know how tall he is. He looks five foot five. Pushed this guy out of the line, away from him, so he could score the try. And was I was like, the are you pass From Sexton? Huh? Was that the Harbour Pass from yeah. Sexton? Yeah. yeah. So does that mean number yeah. one is? It's my favourite and everybody's favourite. It's Jaden Campbell and AJ Brimson. <laughs> Just what because. else does Sexton have to do to get in there? Where's Tino? <laughs> There you oh, go. The entire golden trio. Oh. The entire golden trio gets the top one. Controversy. Slot. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, just before we go, shout out to our netball squads. First yes. home game they played 
Sunday, the Sapphire and Ruby series, I was um, there cheering them on, didn't know what was going on. Uh, both teams <laughs> came away with a win. Um, so we did, well, let's say we did it because we've done a lot of advertising for them. Um, the, so the Carrara Sports Stadium holds 1,300 and there was roughly about 1,000 people inside that stadium for the Sapphires wow. game. So awesome. the atmosphere That's was awesome. electric, amazing. Um, there's another home game coming up in a few weeks' time. Tickets are on sale through Ticket Tech. I suggest you get along because it is such a great feeling. And, yeah. And, I mean, the girls won, so you got that winning feeling that we haven't felt for a while. Um, less than a minute to go, so let's go. Bold predictions against the Cowboys. Tammy. Win. Um, win by 12. All right. Mitch. Uh, 13 plus. And the captain, also good luck for the week. Uh, Brimo will go, go over for a try. Georgia. 15 plus. AJ for a double and Isaac for a try. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm calling it. It's going to be a two-point ball game. Wallace and Bo are going to go over. And I'm going to back my man Aaron as well for a try. Oh, it's a two-point ball game. Um, let's go go Titans because it's about to cut out again last week (laughs) later bye bye guys Bye. bye